Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Welcome to Voice of the Church. My name is Pastor Greg Bilsman. I have the privilege of bringing you God's Word for the month of February. We are so thankful to do so because the Bible is the foundation of all our faith. It is the center of truth. We live in a world where many things are uncertain, but God's Word abides forever. And as we look at how to live and exist and find joy in this world, beloved, we're going to find that the source of all joy, the source of all life, is Jesus Christ, the center of Scripture, the one to whom all the teaching of God's Word points. We've been studying for this month a series from Luke chapter 12, and we hope to finish it off today with what is one of my favorite verses, verse 32. But in this passage, Jesus says this, Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches nor moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I remember starting with a quote from John Piper that said, You don't have to know a lot of things for your life to make a lasting difference in the world. But you do have to know the few great things that matter, and then be willing to live for them and die for them. But you know, there's a danger in this. There's a danger in thinking that our life matters when we know the great things and we live for them and die for them. And the danger is this, that we'll never live enough for them. We'll never die enough for them. You know, in this passage, Christ calls us not to worry. We studied that earlier this month. He tells us that God cares for us and so we can be free from anxiety as we remember who God is. And it's true. He tells us, knowing who God is, we can seek first the kingdom. Let go of earthly desires and pursuits and go for Christ. Make Him great. But what's remarkable is that right after Jesus says, Seek the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added to you, He says these words, Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. I want to cover this verse today. I want you to notice first how Jesus says again, Do not fear. He told us not to worry. He told us not to be anxious. But now, after he's promised us that God will add everything to us if we seek just his kingdom, he says, Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because this isn't something you have to earn. Don't be afraid because this isn't something God is giving grudgingly. Don't be afraid because it's your Father's delight to give you what you seek when what you seek is Him. Jesus calls us a little flock. Do not fear, little flock. You know, a while ago I had a need to call for some technical help on the telephone and I spoke with someone overseas. I could tell by their accent. And as we got speaking, he asked for my email, and I gave it. And it includes Pastor. My name is Greg Bilsma, and my email is Pastor Bilsma. 
And he said to me, are you in the ministry? And I said, I am. Are you a Christian? I am. And are you, I asked him, he says, I am. And here we were calling about a technical matter across hours of time zone changes. And suddenly we had a connection and we were both excited that we were speaking to a Christian. Why is that? Why when we meet another Christian does it excite us? Could not one of the reasons be because we're a little flock? There's not always so many of us around. We're not great because we hold a majority in every vote. We're just little. Jesus calls us a flock. A flock is a group of sheep. Sometimes I'd rather be a pride. A pride is a group of lions. Strong, courageous, fierce, feared by all in the jungle. But that's not who we are. We are a little flock. And we follow the Good Shepherd. It's not because of our strength that we gain the kingdom. It's not because of our courage we gain the kingdom. It's not because everyone else fears us that we gain the kingdom. We gain the kingdom because the Father delights to give it in his Son. That's what we want to have as our hope today. So I want to remember as we close today, God delights to give the kingdom. What was that kingdom again? That kingdom was the place where his reign was triumphant, where the things he desired happened. The Bible tells us about what the kingdom of God will look like in perfection. It tells us it will be a place of no more tears, no more mourning, no more pain, no more death. It tells us it will be a place of ultimate joy, a place where we will not need anyone to teach us about God. We will see him face to face and we'll be like him because we'll see him as he is. Or we'll need no sun because the Lamb of God will be its lamp or light. Now, I don't know if you've ever had joy in giving someone a gift. Maybe it was a Christmas gift or a birthday gift and you were searching for that perfect gift and you finally found it. And you spent a significant amount of money, maybe a little more than you should have, and you wrapped it up and you you gave it to them under the tree or on the breakfast table or after dinner whenever presents were exchanged. And as they opened it, it was your joy to see their face light up. When they saw what they were given, you rejoiced in how happy they were. Do you know God does that in giving you the kingdom? Do you know God does that in giving you Christ? That when God forgives your sins, he delights to do so. When God makes you holy, even as Jesus is holy, and he does this through your active faith in Christ, that it delights God to make you holy. Now the Bible speaks of the Father's good pleasure in a few areas. It speaks of this delight or that he's well pleased in a couple areas. One is at the baptism of Jesus by John the Baptist. Jesus comes out of the water and the heavenly voice cries out, This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased, with whom I am delighted, with whom I have good pleasure. Another is in Matthew 17 when Jesus is transfigured on the mountain and the disciples see Jesus in his glory and they hear the divine voice from heaven say, This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased, with whom I am delighted with whom I am and have good pleasure. This word is used of Jesus. The Father delights in Jesus. 
But in Luke 12:32, Jesus tells us that the Father delights in his little flock and in granting them everything their heart could ever yearn for. You know, when we think about the great truths that we have to live by, think about the great truths that we have to die for, I want us to be very careful lest we fall into a trap of thinking that us living well enough is what brings the Father's joy. What brings God's joy is the finished work of His Son that you and I receive in all our weakness and all our brokenness, in our little flockness, by seeing Christ and believing in Him, by believing that He loves us, by believing He died for us, by believing He lived for us, and then receiving, because of Jesus, everything. What does it mean to seek the kingdom of God? We said it means first and foremost to guard our own salvation. How do we do that? We come to Jesus. We come to the one who is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, and we find our help and strength in him. As we close off our series on Luke 12 with how we live in this world that is so full of confusion, so full of many things, Beloved, we want to close this off by setting our eyes upon the Lord who delights in His children. When you grow weary, when you are anxious, when the things of this world press you down, you need to remember God delights in you and His Son. When you haven't lived as you should, when you haven't sought the kingdom as you should, when you are so mindful of all your failings and 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 frustrations. You need to look at the Father through Jesus Christ to remember that because of Christ, He still delights in you. You may be little, you may just be a sheep, you may get lost and wander, but it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, the kingdom of God does not depend upon our politicians. The kingdom of God does not depend upon our doctors. It certainly does not depend upon our vaccines. The kingdom of God depends upon our Savior. The kingdom of God depends upon Jesus. And in Jesus, the Father delights to give it. Is He your hope this day? Do you find your strength in the finished work of Jesus Christ? I call you today to know that your only hope in life and death is found in this Savior, and to know in Him God delights to give you everything. May God grant us that strength and knowledge to know our sin, to know our Savior, and to know the goodness of the God who has saved sinners. If you'd like to learn more information about what it means to follow Christ, we encourage you to tune in to our broadcast from week to week. We also invite you to contact us. We'd love to share more about who Christ is and what he's done. And we encourage you to find a local church you can join, be discipled in, and study God's word in, which is the light that lives and abides forever. The Lord's blessings to you in the week to come. Amen. <music>